0: Wait, who's doing the
1: Well, it's too I'll, late. I I'll... already pressed the button, so this is episode number 420 <laughs> of <laughs> Stick the Sports, and uh, I didn't think about looking up what the episode number was, so too bad. Uh, I'm Ryan Lambert. Hello. Uh, it's the first episode in a long time. Sean, yeah. you, you say your name now.
0: It's embarrassing. This is mainly my fault that it's been so long. Mainly, he says, it is. It's mainly.
1: Mainly, yep. Uh, it's, meanwhile, it's,
0: it's also it's also circumstances. I mean, I, oh, I yeah, was. Oh of
1: course. The other like,
0: thing, like so... like, but full, full disclosure, like, in the Penguin series against the Senators, and then or at, in the against the Capitals and then against the Senators, it was literally every other day, mm-hmm. and I just didn't feel like doing stuff <laughs> on the on the days in between. Yeah, what and people, I got, like, in, I got into, I got into a, I got into a bad rut of literally not doing anything, you know, on off days.
1: What people don't realize about when you cover a hockey game, I guess, and especially if it's like one that goes, or has a later start time than usual,
0: uh, is that you are at that rink until like one thirty two in the morning. hmm. And it's and bad. Then, and then when you're in, when you're in the pattern of doing these series where there's a game and then there's an off day. And there's a game, and then there's an off day. And, like, I, I haven't I – I'm, like, just crawling out of the hole, basically. Like, yeah. I, I haven't I haven't seen movies. I haven't watched TV. Pretty much the only pop culture I've consumed over the last, like, six weeks has been Wonder Woman and uh, the U2 show at Heinz Field. Like, other than that, it's just been, you know, hockey. All and right, real
1: quick, what did you think of Wonder Woman? I liked it. yeah. That's maybe even a little strong for how I felt about it, but like it was it was a perfectly serviceable superhero movie. I don't know why everybody freaked out about it being so I, good
0: I don't know i I'm pretty we've talked about this I'm pretty much out on superhero movies yeah. I'm only gonna see them if there's a, a, a particularly compelling reason to so I'm probably not the right audience for it anymore right but i I, I enjoyed it yeah I think <laughs> long time long time Chris Pine Stan here oh
1: yeah he's great. For sure, um I, I think what it what it mainly is is a it was a movie with a woman superhero, and everybody was so delighted by that. Uh, but more to the point, it was a watchable d c superhero movie, and right. uh, that is certainly bucking a trend. so I Those, have nothing more. To they, say were about too, that.
0: they were two they were two two necessary things to to varying degrees. Yeah. As a superhero a, about a, a superhero movie starring a woman extremely necessary. And a half decent DC superhero movie, which is slightly slightly further down on the scale, but yeah. also something that makes nerds crap their pants. So
1: yeah, people literally couldn't believe it, and I I guess I get it. But anyway, uh, the other the other thing, it just happened uh, to welcome us back to the podcasting world. Uh, our close personal friend Rivers Cuomo tweeted: "Bush did 911.
0: It's as if it's as if he knew that that we were preparing to." We I gotta check and see if he follows the,
1: the 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 like Twitter account. Uh, because he follows me. I know that. Does he really?
0: No. Yeah. He can't. I'm not joking. He does.
1: I'm. I can't believe you haven't abused that privilege in some way. <laughs> yeah.
0: I've, how do you know I don't?
1: I guess that. I feel like I would have heard about it. From it's one River of those. It's, it's
0: one of those ones where I'm just afraid to. Oh like, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to screw that up. I had Norm Macdonald follow me for a while, and that 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 ended. Oh,
1: too bad.
0: The, I, that was definitely like that was definitely like an intern from the from the the sports show. Yeah. Like followed followed some sports accounts, and I I got lumped into that. But once that ended, yeah, Norm Norm corrected Basically. that. Correct, corrected that with extreme prejudice.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who's like the the big one that I can't believe is a real thing that like. That that person follows me. Sean Gentilly. I wish he wouldn't. Quite frankly, <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, recently, I've been getting a lot of faves from the guy who is the keyboard player in the New Pornographers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, he's just a big hockey fan, apparently. Because it's not anything to do with like music. It's just like when I make fun of the Oilers or something like that. But
0: yeah. Anyway. It- Probably the most famous person who follow, who follows me that I actually interact with on Twitter is probably Michelle Beadle.
1: Hmm, that's a good one. I have Jay Baruchel, big hockey guy. Oh
0: yeah, and Jay, of course, yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, I think I think that's about it. The the it's rest of it. them are just like just fa- like just, people who are famous to people who like hockey only.
0: Yeah, just fellow media Dorcases. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, uh, oh, but the thing I was gonna say about Rivers Cuomo. Uh, in the absence of Stick to Sports, I went to the uh, Boston Calling Music Festival where Weezer played. And I went in, you know, mostly expecting it to not be good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was not emotionally prepared for how not good it was going to be. I was mad like five songs in.
0: Were you mad because of the quality of the sound or because of the playlist?
1: Yes. I'm gonna, they, I'm...
0: They, still, they still sound fine.
1: Uh, I don't think they sounded all that good quite frankly. Um but so saw,
0: um, you, All right, hold on. Okay. You, saw the, you saw them you saw them semi recently yes. and enjoyed okay. yourself. It's because they were playing songs that aren't terrible.
1: When did when mm, I don't think I enjoyed myself. When was the last time I saw them before this was like when they did the blue album in Pinkerton. Tour. Yeah, don't don't so rewrite that- history.
0: Don't rewrite history. You you enjoyed yourself there. When? At the Blue Elm and Pickerton album tours.
1: Well, yeah, because they only played stuff I liked.
0: Right, but but not now. You're rolling it back and acting like they were terrible at, at those shows, and and, and they weren't. I would
1: weren't. not. I would not act that way. They were terrible at this show that I went to a month ago.
0: They were playing. They were playing songs that you liked, so you liked the show. Yes. Right. So it's more about song selection than like musicianship.
1: Well, I'm saying. They didn't sound that good at this show I went to recently. Now, I don't know, you know, it's an outdoor big music festival. Usually the sound there isn't great, so that probably had something to do with it. But also, like, they changed some of, like, the intros to songs, and
0: it was... Yeah, that's a disaster. Yeah,
1: so so listen to this horrible set list. Hashpipe, opener, that's fine. Everybody kind of likes that song, I guess. Uh, my name is Jonas. That's great. We're feeling good about the set list at this point. Then, uh, three in a row here, Pork and Beans, Feels Like Summer, which is their, like, 21 Pilots rip off song, and Memories. And Memories
0: point, Memories is a bad song.
1: And at this point, everybody's starting to look around at each other like, oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, it's happening. Yeah. Uh, then, a, a cover of Hey Ya. Could have done without that. <laughs>
0: I, this on the list of like songs that you know guitar bands need to just pretend don't exist anymore hey Ya is at the top oh, like yeah. if you like how many how many shitty bands have you heard cover hey Ya over the last you know 12 years or whatever well, it's so a lot
1: one is too many
0: I've heard plenty
1: yeah um then let's see here if you're wondering if I want you to I want you to that sounds not bad. It's fine. Uh Perfect Situation, which is less good. Yeah. The intolerable troublemaker. Maybe, uh, maybe the worst song bad. they've ever recorded. Ooh,
0: no, that's definitely not true.
1: Yeah, you're right. Feels like summer is a lot worse. Definitely not true. Troublemaker, troublemaker tr- is really bad. it's got
0: a big it's got a dumb it's got like a big, dumb chorus. It's fine.
1: I don't know. I think that's that's the one that has the lyrics like I don't want to read books. They're for petty crooks or something like that. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. I can't. I,
0: I, like, again, you're, you're grading on a curve. In, That's in one the, of the
1: worst lyrics anybody's ever written. I, I will stand I can't, by that.
0: I can't, I can't, I can't deny that. Fair enough.
1: Uh, oh, God. God, this is, girls. this
0: is just like, like we're just right back to me trying to defend the like late period Weezer. And yeah. I don't know how this continues to happen.
1: We're, you, well, now, like, you're, he follows you. You feel like you have to step up to the plate for your guy. I, no, that's that's not it. I, I, yeah, I know, dipshit. Shut up. Uh, thank God for yeah, Girls. Well, I'm
0: I'm sensitive because that might be it.
1: <laughs> uh, thank God for Girls in Beverly Hills, too. Not good songs. Uh, thank God
0: for Girls is better than Beverly Hills.
1: I would agree with that, but that, you want to talk about grading on a curve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then a medley which nobody asked for this, of uh, <laughs> Dope Nose. I don't want to hear those. Dope Nose, Back to the Dope Shack. Dope Nose, great, great song. Well, so this is the thing, though. This is a medley, so it's like a third of Dope Nose, a quarter of Back to the Shack, probably like half of Keep Fishing, and then this, my two favorite Weezer songs in the world, so of course they lump them into a medley, The Good Life in Surf Wax America.
0: Those um, are five good songs. Those are five good songs.
1: Back to the Shack is
0: not... Back to the Shack is—I shouldn't say that—but but yeah. Point being, though, four like, good hey, songs. And what are back the songs to the shack. people
1: actually like. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna really truncate all those. Oh, boy. Um, and don't... then to wrap it up, I gotta say they they did fine. Sweater song, Island in the Sun, King of the World, which uh, say it ain't so, and Buddy Holly. I mean,
0: it could be worse.
1: It, the last five could be worse, but that the middle of that set was horrendous.
0: I think the medley is fine. The The, the back end is fine. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean... Songs, what, what do you fourth, songs
1: 4 through 11 don't, were... We need,
0: to, we need to stop talking about Weezer.
1: Okay, fair enough. Uh, don't see Weezer is my general recommendation to you.
0: I would say to research set lists before seeing them. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Um, you mentioned you saw U2. How was that? Don't Don't spoil it. I'm seeing them Sunday, so don't...
0: Uh, they started it, w- so I saw them at Heinz Field. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's a it was a gigantic arena that was or gigantic stadium that was two thirds of the way full, Oof. or whatever, possibly less. Uh, and they started they started on a small B stage, played a bunch of uh, great songs that everyone likes, and I won't I won't I won't say which ones, so as not to ruin it for you. Angel but that Harlem. Was, that was yeah. They they played they played Rattle and Hump in its entirety. <laughs> uh, so they uh, the stuff on the B stage was great, and then they moved over to the main stage and started playing Joshua Tree. the The stage show was unbelievable. The sound was great. The the video elements were great. Uh, there was a moment of, for Martin Luther King in the middle of the set, which I thought was weird because Bono's because Bono's weird. Um, but you know, it was about what you expect. It was the Joshua Tree show, so the first half of the Joshua Tree set was unbelievable because those are big, huge songs that everyone still likes and listens to for a reason. It was yep. awesome to hear all those. And then after Bullet the Blue Sky, basically, I, I turned my brain off because I couldn't care less about the second side of. Oh, Red
1: Hill Mining Town, so good, dude. And uh,
0: maybe. And, and I, then and I
1: don't like Bullet the Blue Sky, by the way. what. 200s please don't and then
0: they and then they played some more some more you know they played they played your beautiful days and you know
1: sure yeah everybody likes the, that
0: some more some more big ones to close out the show but they 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 finished up on a on a new song that was actually pretty good and that's Interesting. That, and that's and that's all I'll say about it. It was worth it. I paid twenty seven dollars in its entirety to, to, for these tickets. Yeah, I was a, I was a mile away, but it was it was great. I saw saw the show with some good people and you know enjoyed myself.
1: Me, my friend and I uh, paid ninety dollars, but we also got like floor seats or whatever, or not seats, that was, like GA.
0: Yeah, that was that was my thought. Was that I was completely okay paying what I paid. I would have probably paid more to have been, like, on the floor and within shouting distance of the stage. But, like, the dumbest thing you could do to that show is pay, like, $80 to sit in the lower bowl oh, of, yeah. of, of a stadium.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, and we, what we figure is, you know, we're uh, we're good at, like, getting to the front of shows in general, like, when it's <laughs> all packed in. So all these, like... 48-year-olds who were really psyched for to hear the Joshua Tree. We can just get past them no yeah, problem. Yeah, that's fine. So yeah, we we figure we're going to get pretty close for for 90 bucks or whatever we paid. But it was so.
0: apparently pretty easy to get down on on the in the lower bowl anyways, which I should have tried. I just didn't even bother. I was sitting in the opposite end zone. So I had, I was like I didn't want to screw it up because I because the position that I was in for the sound was was great. Yeah. Like I, like it sounded awesome, even though I was super far. So I didn't want to trade it in and get farther down, but also have to sit like on the side, you know, at a, whatever, at a 45 degree angle from one amp.
1: Yeah. Uh, have you ever, or had you ever been to a big stadium show like that before?
0: Uh, not as a spectator. I, I, I had worked in different capacities at, at other at other stadium concerts, but I'd never like actually had a ticket and, and sat in the stands. Oh, I take that back. I watched. I saw. I saw Billy Joel at PNC Park. Oh hell
1: yeah! Year.
0: But that's like that's why I'm that's why I did it. You know, I
1: yeah. It's I, like the experience of it. Yeah,
0: right. You just you just do it. You can get some tickets for some reasonable some reasonable prices because we've talked about this before. Like bands and bands that I even tangentially like in stadiums are that's on the way on the way out big time
1: yeah for sure and the, the other thing too is like i'm never gonna see you two again right so like seeing them play i would the, really having yeah i would all right well so
0: I, I would see them i would see them play the other big huge singles of theirs that i that that i'd like to see
1: sure yeah because like...
0: because because there was a dead spot for me in, in the middle of the show because again i couldn't i couldn't care less about you know the the back end of uh the back end of of uh joshua tree
1: yeah I, i'm i'm obviously not a big youtube fan but i think obviously joshua tree is a uh a really great record and you know totally worthy of everything if good anybody has ever said about it yeah um and so like for you two to say this is the record we're doing uh and we're gonna play all of it just the fact the I fact like, night okay night. i'm in
0: I actually t- – I talked to my dad about this too like in, in the last week. Like the fact that anybody can stomach hearing the first three songs on that record anymore and not just stomach hearing them but actually go out of their way to hear them and, and enjoy them is – It's incredible. It's remarkable because those things have been on the radio for the last 30 years and and people still like them. That's, yep. that's such a testament to, to how bullet – to help, excuse me, how bulletproof the, those songs are.
1: Yeah, and you know – Literally, anytime you hear that the the intro to like uh, shit, I where the streets have no name, mm-hmm. it, you're just like, oh yeah, this song is amazing. I just I, was, I mean, I just remembered it, that.
0: And and the the good part about about the you know, I I went to the show with my with my buddy Garrett and then and then Wish and then Mike Halford from from uh, from NBC, and we're all like super. Like there were no U two superfans among us. It was just people right. who wanted who wanted to see it and were like, okay, they played they played Sunday Bloody Sunday and, and With or Without You, so we're we're good. But everybody everybody was in the right mindset because you know <laughs> nobody was that intense about it. But but everybody still came out of it being like, wow, that was that was pretty great, all things considered. Yeah,
1: they they uh, band should do this more, like ba- like big bands that are a million years old. Should one hundred percent just be like, well, here you go. Uh, we're gonna play the one record you like, and then we're gonna go
0: home. Yeah, yeah. But, but again, like I I would totally go see you two again just because I like I like their singles so much, and also and also frankly because of you talking you two to me. Like I know so much more about that band than I could have ever wanted. Certainly, to I know, to know the names know of everybody now. in the band. So. I I I know the names of everybody in the band. Yes. What what, uh, what the
1: instruments they play?
0: The, and the instruments that they play. And I and I didn't know that before, and now I do. I
1: honestly couldn't have told you anybody but Bono and the Edge, so.
0: Uh, I that's certainly not true of me.
1: Well, you're the you're the U2 super fan here. <laughs> um. Anyway, well, the the reason we haven't had a show. Uh, is Sean so so busy covering your two-time Stanley Cup champion Pittsburgh? Yeah, race? I
0: was a lethal. I was a lethal mix of being busy and lazy.
1: Mm-hmm. And like I said, I get it because when you're at the rink till two in the morning every morning, and then you're waking up at like noon at the the next day because you get home and you can't go to sleep right away. Like, I get that. It makes sense. I should have. I
0: should have done one in Nashville, at least. At least one. Well, th- but
1: the real problem with it, of course, was that somehow I was the only one getting tweets about when's the when are you going
0: to do another episode? Like it was <laughs> up to me. I, yeah, it's it's my bad. I'll just uh, like I like I said. I I cop to it. This is this is on me. But yeah. Whatever. But we're, anyway, so uh, Sean. We're, we're back, and I have nothing better to do for for the next couple months. So. Oh,
1: samezies! It's going to be very good,
0: except for softball, bro. I'm, I'm playing tonight at nine. You you're gonna just lay
1: down some bunts. Just be that asshole. <laughs> just laying down bunts, sliding into my first. Only,
0: like my only my only goal is to not pull both of my hamstrings immediately, mm. which is what happened in the fall.
1: <laughs> is that true?
0: Mm-hmm. Amazing. Did I did I tell you this? No. It was like it was like a rainy the the field had been rained on, and I was in the infield, and I just kind of like ranged to, I like ranged in my right for a ground ball, and somehow planted my feet. I had been running late. I didn't stretch out because you know I'm old and, and I have to stretch out before I go upstairs at this point. Mm-hmm. And like I I ranged in my right and planted my feet and somehow pulled literally both of my hamstrings.
1: And it was horrible. They had to cart you off.
0: I, I went to the hospital. You gave, you I went gave, to the hospital. You
1: gave the crowd a big thumbs up as they loaded you into an ambulance. Yeah, I called I called 911. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I haven't played sports in a while. That's yeah. good. It's so good rated. to not play sports. Um but anyway,
0: also, also well not to interrupt, but like it's too late. It, it it also seemed like the NHL knew that we were going to record today because it's uh, been a
1: cavalcade they... of fuck ups for the last week. <laughs> yes,
0: because they are screwing up their jersey unveilings as we up.
1: speak. Well, let us start on Sunday. They're like, hey, 10 a.m. Eastern time, we're going to have all the protected lists ready. They got it. They got those lists to us uh, 5 p.m. for for the day before. And we're just going to really make sure that we have all of that at 10 o'clock, 9.59. 10.30 uh, sounds more right to us now. And it's just like, how do you?
0: Is this incompetence or like actual contempt?
1: I would say it's a healthy mix of both. Like they they knew they they screwed up, but they're like, ah, these idiots, they, they'll they'll eat it up anyway. They'll all yeah. be ready to push their rock raps. They will, they will, eat, they will
0: eat whatever shit we feed them. Yeah.
1: So it doesn't matter. It, it's it's like that episode of King of the Hill where uh, they have the apple cobbler for Brooks for Brooks and Dunn, <laughs> and Bo- and Bobby drops it in uh, horse shit or, or maybe cow shit, yes. and then scoops it up and feeds it to Brooks and Dunn anyway. Where <laughs> Brooks and Dunn in that situation?
0: And then and then and, what what else what else has happened since? Uh,
1: well then uh,
0: still, still, go ahead.
1: Well then, like you said today. Uh, First of all, they said, oh, we're going to have our jersey unveiling at at, at 7 o'clock uh, Las Vegas time. And then they were like, actually, we're going to push it back to 10 o'clock because it's too hot out in Las Vegas. It's I don't know. Is that something maybe – Las Vegas heat, late June. Is that something you could conceivably plan for? Apparently not. Yeah, it's probably something you could account for. No. It, it turns out it isn't, and especially because – uh, there is no buildings with air conditioning in in
0: Las Vegas. You have to do it outside. It's just, I mean, once once they went to unveil the logo and didn't have it on the PowerPoint. Amazing. Like was, all all bets were off. Yeah. And I really do then, think
1: it is you know eighty percent incompetence and ten yeah. percent or twenty percent just saying you know what. Uh, it's
0: it's too late now. What are you gonna do? Yep. Yep. Um, so, I mean, who knows how many jerseys have leaked in the last fifteen minutes since we started recording? Oh, I know. Uh, I I've I hope seen it, I hope three. it's all of them.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I I've seen three. Uh.
0: All of them bad. How or, do you not? How do you not tell every team, hey? Dummies, uh, don't d- – like, hey, your con- – whatever your content – whoever your content person is, make sure they don't post this video before they leave for the day just because they want to get it out of the way because we're, we're trying to put this on TV.
1: To be fair – Remarkable. To be fair, who knows whether that, that uh, edict went out before – like, if they were like, OK, you can post them at 4.30. We're going to announce it at 5.00. And then at like 4:32 they were like we're going to announce it at 10.
0: That's a good point. It's
1: a good point. Thank you. Really appreciate your Either time way. So. Either way. Yeah, it's a, it's a disaster by the you know, it's it's like I said the other day. Can you even imagine the NBA or the NFL screwing something no. this stupid up? No. Of course not.
0: In the NFL, in the, in the NHL as we talked about before. If something can be screwed up it's Murphy's Law at it at work with a professional sports league. Like if something is possible to be screwed up, they will screw it up.
1: Yep. And
0: it's just it's just a matter of how large a scale they'll screw it up on. Correct. Like and, and like, honestly, yeah. You, you like just... like when they like like when they unveil the Golden Knights uniforms, will it be you know, will they actually put up a picture of like you know, a big pile of, of horse shit instead, it's possible.
1: The jersey will say uh, Las Vegas and Vegas will have two S's on it.
0: Oops, that is actually, that is actually Lemon Party. We've made a terrible <laughs> mistake. Let's, let's show the jerseys. That's, her, oh man.
1: Yeah, it, it it would totally be one of those, like, uh, Kurt Eichenwald hentai
0: things. Yes, yes. Oh God, that's still, well oh so good beautiful so beautiful so yeah they're they're screwing that up they're they're in the process what i what i'm sort of pleasantly surprised by is that uh it seems like it seems like mcphee's gonna gonna kill the draft he's gonna do a good job well
1: we'll see about that um because it's it's, trending towards that it's certainly trending that way um but like you know, uh, it it's been very funny the last two days seeing all these people being like, "Yeah, it's really hard to find like twelve forwards that are really good in this draft," and it's like, "No shit."
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's not that's not it. I I agree with you. Like, it's it's funny to see people like, "Oh, wait a second, they're going to be terrible."
1: Yeah. That, well, that's but what I mean. That's like, not
0: that's not on that's not on McPhee.
1: Well, point being, what I'm what I think though is that like. He's probably underplaying his hand. If, if I had to guess, like, just based on, hey, uh, don't take s- these two guys and we'll give you, like, the number 19 pick mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, That's the way to go, though. Well, I, is Josh Anderson better now or... You know who Josh Anderson, um, Kirby Reichel. Who pick a pick a decent like. No, I, here's like I think I
0: think the guys like here's where we're gonna judge wh- whether he does a good job on this or not. He should pick Josh Manson and not trade him, right? He should pick you know Matt Dumba and not trade him. Yeah, because if you flip those guys for if you give those guys if fr- if you give the wild if the wild give you a first round pick not to take Matt Dumba then what's best case scenario is that you get a player who might turn into Matt Dumba. Yeah. At best. Right. That's what I said. Best case scenario. So take those guys, but a, you, you have to take some players. So if you can, if you can squeeze the blue jackets and get a first round pick for not taking their 11th best player, well, they also
1: took David Clarkson. Like, it's not like they completely did them a favor out of the goodness of their hearts. They took on a, they took on a dead money deal to like. That's what I mean. I love it. I love
0: it. Just do all that stuff. Oh no, they it's, should like, absolutely use like, like
1: weaponize like, their their yes. cap space.
0: And I was worried that they wouldn't. Like I was worried that it would be the the old NHL general manager like quid pro quo, quid pro quo that we've seen over the years. Like of course. like McPhee only asked Jim Rutherford for a fifth round pick instead of a first round pick right. to take Mark Andre Fleury off his hands and it doesn't seem like that's going to happen like every sign points to the penguins having to go, give up a first round pick for, for them to absorb flurry and that's great because i because i i like seeing that sort of ruthlessness because it's not something honestly that we're accustomed to yeah to to, to, to seeing from nhl gms
1: so if you're if you're vegas how many first round picks uh, do you want in the next like 3 years from various Ten. teams Ten. I, I would think they're going to get like five in this draft alone, at least. Yeah. So yeah. I w- I would probably want closer to like twelve or even
0: fourteen. It's if there's one thing we know about GMs is that they fall in love with their own players. Right. So they're just going to be able to they're going to be able to just take so many teams' twelfth best player instead of their eleventh, and also have first round picks thrown in. Like right. that's going to happen. Six times? Eight times? It should.
1: It should happen 30 times. Like, there's no reason for him not to control the entire first round at the end of this. Like, you know, (laughs) with the exception of, like, Vancouver, where everybody on their draft list sucks ass. Like, just absolutely terrible players. But, yeah, you know.
0: What do you do? Like, what would you do with the Canucks? Would you take Brendan Gons and just hope he turns into something useful?
1: Yeah, or, like, Jason Magna or somebody.
0: Like, just be like, okay, he's going to be our 13th
1: forward. We have to, it, like, accept this in our hearts.
0: Or do you just say, like, yeah, I'll take Derek Dorsett because we need, you know... No, I don't want... We need to pay people. I
1: don't want to be in the business of helping any team out with bad contracts unless they make it worth my
0: while. Correct. This is why, but, I, why I should
1: be running Vegas. I mean,
0: let's be honest. I said that, I said that out loud facetiously, but... like an hour ago here, I was like, "Eh, I guess I should be a general manager.
1: Well, I mean, this is my big thing is like, literally it's not even remotely a hard job.
0: It's, it is remotely a hard job, but I don't think it's as hard as it. I'm I'm splitting the difference between you and like appeal to authority people who say that, you know, GM's got to know better than us.
1: Well, here's what, here's what I think I would say is anybody who is, Like, me or you, where we have a pretty good understanding of how these stats work and how they can be applied and that kind of thing. And, like, the ability to look at, well, not Corsica anymore, but, like, an advanced stat site and, like, interpret Mm -hmm. that data pretty easily, like, internally, uh, could do as good of a job as, like, the 15th best general manager in the NHL.
0: I think it's possible.
1: The, the 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 thing with these guys is you have to be able to like talk to them and make deals, right? And that's why <laughs> and that's why and, like they don't And you know you know who would be bad at that? Me. Oh, of course me. You I yeah, I would need like but me as an assistant GM, let's say and just yeah. being like, Don't don't sign this guy. He's terrible. <laughs> like
0: Yeah.
1: The ability to save a team. Millions from, of dollars every year
0: from making our worst decisions. Yeah, I I could do that.
1: <laughs> it it would be incredibly easy. Just one guy. If I say no to one contract a year,
0: yep. You you will have major money back in, in times. You know, a hundred.
1: Yeah, absolutely. G- put give me give, a hundred thousand dollars a year. Give me a hundred
0: you know, grand a year to say no.
1: Hundred grand a year. Put me in the basement, and you'll only see me like if you if you need to make a player decision. Hey. I don't even. You know what? I don't even need the office. I'll work from home. That's fine.
0: Just stick your head, in and you're like,
1: "Hey, don't don't do that," and then that's the end. Yeah, it it's really, you know, I, I couldn't like I couldn't call up Don Sweeney and be like, "Hey, Don, what what do you need from?" No, like, cause I'd just be like Don. Yeah, because it, you're you're the dumbest person alive. Oh, and
0: and then he'd yell at you, and you'd be your pants.
1: I wouldn't. I get yelled at all the time by old people. It's fine. <laughs> you work as an orderly at a nursing home. Well, I did one time. And you're very mean to them. When I was in high school, I I, uh, I had that kind of a job where uh, we brought the food from the kitchen to, like, people's rooms. You're and, a candy stripper. Uh, but only for food. I wasn't, like taking anybody's temperature or anything like that but yeah you would get yelled at like if you brought bread and they didn't want bread
0: yeah then you'd you'd yell back at them
1: i'd be like eat your damn bread russell
0: (laughs) (sighs) but yeah so i don't know I'm, i'm i am excited i'm more excited to see this pan out than i thought i was going to be even though like another thing we've learned over the – well, I shouldn't say that. We haven't learned it because we knew it, but we've had it illustrated for us is that, oh my god, the NBA is so much more interesting that, than the NHL. Good By lord. one million. Like the Lakers are, as we speak, loading up to go after LeBron James and Paul George. It's happening right now.
1: It's incredible. Yeah, they just traded
0: D'Angelo Russell, who's good. <laughs> that shows That trade is all about – I mean – it's getting it's getting Timothy mm-hmm. of contract off the cap which well, is fine is because they need that money but it shows how stupid they were last year whenever they had money to burn and just couldn't couldn't resist themselves and and lock themselves into a decision that well could have cost them a chance at at Paul George yep uh, and they and, and, and it cost them D'Angelo Russell to fix it yes
1: um so now, you know, are the Laker or the Knicks going to trade Chris Haps for Uh the fact that it's even a remote possibility is absurd.
0: I hope they do it at 701 tomorrow. Oh. It'd be amazing. I feel terrible for Knicks fans.
1: The worst run team maybe in professional sports. Nobody in the NHL, like there's
0: a lot of poorly run teams in the NHL. Nobody's even close to being as incompetent as the Knicks are. On so many levels. Like someone said it, you know, in the last calendar year you've had Charles Oakley getting arrested at, at the garden and them possibly trading Christoph's Porzingis. Like like they should they should try to get someone should try to entrap Phil Jackson and, and get him thrown in jail for at least a few days. Yes, I agree. So and, and you know, parallel to us parsing, you know, uh, which shitty third line, you know? Which uh, what terrible forwards? What the Vegas Knights fill out their roster with? It's like, you know, LeBron James, the Lakers, the, the Knicks possibly trading Christoph Porzingis, Jimmy Butler, all, like all these huge names, and it's just it's so funny. Like like we're just left to parse over the scraps as, as NHL writers. It's great.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know the 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 other the other thing that's kind of been. In the in the news or what or not the news, but like the sports zeitgeist uh, relates to all this because is like there's now this big argument as to like the morality almost of the super team, where if you play an 82 game regular season, but you know the entire time who's going to meet in the NBA finals, barring like a plane crash, uh, is that good or bad for the sport? It's I don't know. Good.
0: This the answer seems to be good, especially. You need more than you need more than two. Well,
1: certainly you need more than two, and it looks like we're starting to move in the direction of maybe we'll have like four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine with me. Like, because even though, well, basically LeBron James makes anybody a super team, which is yeah, which is fun in and of itself because he just like, what's he been to the last seven NBA finals?
0: It'll be interesting to see 34-year-old LeBron James and the Lakers, but yeah.
1: Sure, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously at some point that quality runs out on you just because time catches up with everybody. But, you know, the fact that, like, the Western Conference Finals is about to be really interesting, mm-hmm. and, like, the Celtics, you know, if they might get Jimmy Butler, they might get Chris Aspor's uh what whatever it is, and they have seven first round picks in the next three drafts, as yeah. the team that won the Eastern Conference this past season.
0: Uh, whatever whatever the NBA is cruising to is more interesting than where the NHL is right now, for sure. Yes, which is that's you had the, that's you had Ron, you had Ron Hainsey as the number one minutes defenseman on on a, on a championship team. That's that's also bad.
1: Well, first of all, Ron Hainsey went to the same college as me, and we all know that that makes him maybe the best defenseman that ever lived.
0: You know what's 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 great about that is um, he is almost as snotty and dismissive as you can be. Yep. Like, that's... do
1: they teach
0: did they teach a course in that at Lowell? Uh,
1: I don't think so. I think that we just like when you're as. Smart in hockey as Ron Hainsey and I are, <laughs> uh, you just, like, just, naturally become way more contemptible. Yeah,
0: it. it's just it's just osmosis.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're, we're just, you know, so much of this is beneath us to even it's have to little, discuss.
0: It's, it, it's a little guarantee where you're automatically the smartest guy in whatever room you walk into.
1: But, yeah. Well, hockey-wise, for sure.
0: <laughs> I think for Ron Hainsey it goes beyond hockey, but yes.
1: that I mean you know, having been around when he was, uh, on the team, that
0: is the case. Yes. I <laughs> he's great. Oh, oh well, my God. uh, so very, but, but I, I didn't like, anytime he would just like sigh and roll his eyes and like sneer at a question over the course of the playoffs. I, I, it made me happy
1: that so funny Ron Hainsey story from when he was at, at Lowell. Uh, he wore in college, he wore number 77. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that was he's from Connecticut. He grew up a big Whalers fan. He thought he was Paul Coffey. No, he wore seventy seven to piss off Bruins fans who thought it was like disrespectful for Ray Bork. Oh, that's great. Yeah, he's the best.
0: He uh, at one point ended up in the Penguins, like in the Penguins locker room. He uh, he started walking. He he like left his stall, and, and people wanted to ask him stuff, and he, he had a. He had a newspaper. He had his slides on it, a newspaper under his arm. And he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna take a dump." <laughs> Never saw him again. I love him. It was great. What a guy. Um. So yeah, I, but what I mean, point being, I don't, I don't know what the point was. But yeah, it's a, uh, you know, parody is overrated. <laughs> I, I oh, think that's, yeah. th- that's that's certainly true. But you you can't have you can't have one team in each conference that you know is you
1: know, the death star either. Yeah. Well, so the thing I, the thing I wanted to say about all that is, um, the fact is like the way hockey works and certainly with like the really limited salary cap and, and the extent to which GMs will overpay for, uh, their best players in a way that they, they, you really even can't in the NBA, given how quickly that, uh, salary cap has risen. Mm -hmm. Um, like the Penguins are the closest thing you are going to get to a super team in the NHL. Yep. Two top five players, another guy who's probably in the top fifteen, even though he was hurt the entire playoffs, uh, and then like you know a, a a guy who's a goaltender who's probably like in the top ten in the league already.
0: Yeah, that's what you need.
1: Yeah, and and you can't you can't do that via free agency because in the in the NHL guys just don't get to free agency if they're really really good at a time when it's like worth it to give them you know 80 million dollars
0: I don't like I don't have any moral standing on Kevin Durant or guys like that making those decisions like do whatever you want to do yeah but I think it's also fair to acknowledge that like it can make the product worse
1: uh how do you mean
0: I had less fun watching the NBA playoffs this year than I normally do
1: Sure. Yeah. And that's
0: and, and that's and that's really the only the only measuring stick that matters to me.
1: Sure. Uh and I get I that I don't like, I don't I don't
0: I don't like hold Kevin Durant in contempt for that, but, you know, right. facts are facts.
1: Yeah, but are the NHL playoffs all that good?
0: I you know, no, I'm I'm with you. I I don't I was not enthralled with them this year.
1: No, th- like the Western Conference Final was bad. The Eastern Conference Final was borderline fucking unwatchable.
0: Thank God, that was a great Game Seven in, in an otherwise unwatchable series for the most part.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and and that was entirely because they felt like both teams felt like they had to empty the tanks, mm-hmm. uh, which you can get away with playing conservative for six out of seven games. Like that's that's an indictment of the. Product. Well,
0: I don't think it was. I mean, I think that was true for the for the. Senators I don't think that was true for the for well the Penguins. right they, did, they I think didn't allow I think they the just Penguins couldn't to, yeah to they, they just couldn't well the, the in the Penguins didn't have the horses yeah they just couldn't execute because they didn't have the guys
1: right so so it becomes a question of like at le- at least in the NBA you were guaranteed to see the two best teams and the best players like the most entertaining players play the most games right mm-hmm. Whereas that was certainly not the case in the NHL. Like the NHL, like you can't play the kind of like cynical negative basketball that the Ottawa Senators did right. and have success. Right. Like you in the NBA, you have to shoot just, the lights out.
0: You, you still got to play basketball. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there.
1: So so, w- w- would I love it if the NHL was just like? Uh, yeah, Eric Carlson, John Tavares, they're both going to the Penguins. They're taking short money. <laughs> uh, yes. That would be amazing. And, and Drew Doughty, too. Like Those guys are all up for free agency in the next two years.
0: I just want four really good teams. That's all. That's all I'm asking for.
1: That's all I want. Because I don't want a situation where the Columbus Blue Jackets, like, who are terrible, but they PDO their way to... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, they're not... A, and they're not an entertaining team. Like, they're terrible to watch in addition yeah. to not actually being
0: good. I agree with you.
1: Even, so. even,
0: even though you have a personal vendetta, understandably so, against Blue Jackets fans.
1: Well, point is, I was right the whole time. <laughs> yeah. But, but <laughs> I was right in saying this team sucks. So, <laughs> what I'm saying is, like... We can, in the NHL, we can literally discount an 82-game regular season. It's 82 games of teams fighting for playoff seeding that, like, ultimately barely matters. True. And it's the same thing in the NBA. Like, if you're going to have super teams, that's great, I hope. But, like, I shouldn't have to sit through, like, a Bucks hornets game, <laughs> or uh, not a Bucs, a Cavs-Hornets game in December, yeah. right? When it could just be eight really, really good teams and then, like, 12 kind of good ones. hmm Because at least the NBA, like, most teams have a good player. Right. Or two uh, that are worth the price of admission. You can't say that for the NHL. And that's no. the big problem with hockey.
0: I agree with you. All right.
1: Uh, alright, let's, uh, let's move right along here. We were gonna do, uh, I can't remember who suggested it, let me pull this up real quick. But, somebody suggested for an overrated, underrated (coughs) favorite, um, that we do songs off the Nirvana album, Nevermind. And isn't that such a good one? It's fine by me. Yes. Um... So Sean, I'm gonna let you go first on this one. What do you okay. think is an overrated song off Nevermind?
0: Come as you are.
1: Good choice. Very good choice.
0: Is it is a coin I mean, it's still a good song, but that's one of the few like I'll still listen to Smells Like Teen Spirit if it's if it comes on the radio or something.
1: Sure, but sure, sure, sure. If
0: it's if it's come as you are, I'm probably I'm probably flipping.
1: For me the answer is
0: Polly. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a that's a that's a good call. That
1: that one definitely. Both of them, in fact, definitely suffer from like everybody can't get enough of this record. So this mm-hmm. we're gonna make like the seventh best song on it a single, mm-hmm. and then they, they get overplayed because now it's like classic album or whatever, or even like twenty years ago it was a classic album. So yeah, you you really run into serious problems with that.
0: Uh next is underrated.
1: Yeah. And I will say for
0: underrated on a plane, pretty good. Pretty good. I'm going to go a true album track off of this is is Stay Away. Uh Yeah. It's fast. It's it's a punk song. And I like that that's one of those ones that definitely reminds you, you know, of where Nirvana was coming from. So that's that's one that you're never going to hear on the radio. And it's one that people completely forget about when they talk about this album overall.
1: Not me. I have it
0: properly rated. Favorite. As, as good. Uh, my favorite is Breed. Yep. That's my second favorite. Yeah, Here's what I'll say about Breed is like. It's insanely good. It's insanely good. And every good Foo Fighters song is a direct rip off of Breed. Sean, that's a great, great call by you. Mm-hmm. My favorite is "Drain You," uh, and I think part of that is because of the live versions. Uh, the live versions on "From the Muddy Banks of the Wishka is phenomenal. Um, but uh, I think I—that's that. I I honestly struggled because I wanted to put "Drain You" as like the underrated one, but it's still it's still a single. Um, but it's got such a great opening line, too. One baby to another says, I'm lucky to have met you. Yep. Uh, that's – me. it literally means nothing. That's just something Cobain, like, threw against the wall. But, uh, no, it's uh, that's a great song. That's my favorite Nirvana song, I would say. Period.
1: Ooh. Well, well, well. All right. Uh, well, Sean, what is your least favorite?
0: Does this count? Does Endless Nameless count? Well, it's on the record. I mean, that was a hidden track originally, but that's sure. just, that's just, that's a transition song. It's, uh, whatever. It's, that's just noise. I, I, there's no point to that. Hidden songs
1: uh, are such a like mid to late nineties convention. Yeah, And because has there ever been a good one? Uh, oh, I'm yeah, I'm sure there has. Uh, oh, you know, it's a really good one is the one off, uh, the Misfits record, American Psycho. Mm. It's called "Don't Open Till Doomsday" and it rules.
0: There's the one on the one on the second Coheed and Cambria record is is good. I uh, say so. Nah, uh, whatever. Compared to what? <laughs> Fair, but like as a, a non-hidden track, I I don't like something in the way. It's yeah, too, it's it's a, it's it's a little dirgy for my taste.
1: Oh, I definitely agree with that. Um. um What's your least favorite? Uh, it's tough, but I think it's probably territorial pissings. That's fair. It's not very good. It, that's one of those things where he, where it,
0: uh, it has a place on the record, but it's not a great song.
1: Yeah, well, and the other thing I was gonna say is it has a lot of the lines are it are in it are um. Like he, like you said earlier, he, they're just like things that he kind of threw against the wall, mm-hmm. and was like, "Ooh, that sounds good." Like just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you or whatever. It's like shut the fuck up.
0: Like, ah. Uh, but he was. That's a that's a lyric that you write for like angsty teenagers.
1: Yeah, like like uh, what I remember there was a. Um, there was a kid in my, like, eighth grade class who was a huge Nirvana fan, and he had one of those, like, Kurt Cobain R.I.P. shirts, and on yeah. the back it
0: said... It's, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. That song is, that's, that lyric is made to be put on a t-shirt yeah. and sold at Hot Topic. Yeah,
1: on the back of this one it said, the sun is gone, but I have a light. And it was just like, shut up. <clears throat> Get lost.
0: It's a great record. I, I listened to it today for the first time in a while.
1: Ooh, I haven't listened to it in a while, actually. But, yeah. I recommend it. Well, sure until the, wow.
0: until until the back end of it like to the last few songs I mean it's it's unimpeachable yep
1: at which point that's it becomes an- impeachable
0: that's another one uh, we talked about you too like there's no earthly reason that that I should ever want to hear smells like teen spirit again but I listened to it today uh,
1: there it was in some mood oh no I saw, it was one of those like teens react to videos that started autoplaying. But it was teens react to Nirvana songs, and I was like, Mm -hmm. that's weird. And then, like, all of them were like, this is stupid, I don't really like this. And then Smells Like Teen Spirit came on, and every teen was like, this is this is good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. I don't know. There's no way to segue from Nirvana into Ice Cream, but... We're going to do it. Let me ask
1: you this first about Nirvana. What, is, what to you is the best Nirvana album?
0: It's, I mean, I know it would be, like, probably cooler to say uh, In Utero, but I don't know. I, I, if I'm being honest, I've listened to Nevermind a whole lot more.
1: I I really have to say I like In Utero better. It's fine. Because it doesn't drop off in at the end in a way that... Uh, like, it doesn't have the highs, I would agree, but I think it's
0: just more of a solid, straight-through record. My favorite Nirvana record is The Best of Nirvana. That's <laughs> my favorite record. That's my favorite record by every artist is... Favorite, favorite Prince record is 20th Century Masters, Prince.
1: <laughs> the Beatles' best record won. We all agree. <laughs>
0: That's glad, glad we're on the same page. When
1: I was, uh, when I was like... 14 and like really getting into music Um. my my aunt for Christmas got me got me two records the best of like and she's like I know you're a big music fan
0: no you've told me this oh have I go ahead okay Uh. That, I, I, oh god this is so great yeah. one of
1: them is best of earth wind and fire which that's not to for be a teenager. fair yeah that's not for a teenager at all uh, no. And the other one, Best of Jimmy Buffett. Yep. Yep. And I opened them, and I was like, oh, thanks. You're
0: like, I'm I'm learning that this is the opposite of what I should like.
1: Didn't even come out of the wrapping. I already knew I was all set with both of those.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Those went back to Newberry Comics post-haste.
0: Good. So there is, as it turns out, there is a chain of ice cream stores on the West Coast called Nirvana.
1: Did you Google an, Nirvana ice cream?
0: Of course I did. a boy.
1: Nirvana. So
0: Nirvana. Bre- it's an extra A and an H. Nirvana.
1: Do you ever think about what if a wrestler owned an ice cream store and it was uh, Stone Cold Creamery? Thanks. <laughs> That was extremely worth Moving it. Moving on. Extremely worth it.
0: Twitter. Um, that's a... That's a
1: no, that was great. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to do... What's the, what's the first pick? You Well, first of all, obviously you do.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, it was quite a long time ago that we that we did the draft, but you, uh, yep. you got annihilated.
0: I, I think I deserved to that time. Yeah,
1: you definitely did. Um, so, this this week's draft is, of course, ice cream toppings. Mm-hmm. And uh, little Sean Gentili, you have the first overall pick. Uh, I don't even remember. Hold on, what the what was the last draft? Hold on. I remember you did bad. I remember. Oh, I, I it was SNL that, knew, people. Yeah. Yeah. I you knew, got your ass I screwed, handed. To you. I screwed that one up. Yeah. Uh, right, well, anyhow, first pick. Yep. Hot fudge ridiculous first pick and i knew you were gonna do it why because you can you can't get that on any ice cream like you can't you can't be like yes i'll take a nice cone of uh you know no nope. rocky road to go and put a bunch of hot fudge on that please
0: it takes it takes vanilla ice cream and elevates it to something much better
1: totally agree with you but it has a it has a lack of versatility and you can't use it in any situation.
0: How about you just make your pick?
1: I'm gonna say chocolate sprinkles, baby. Let's go. Pointless. Fuck off! You don't know anything about ice cream. Pointless. <laughs> why is it pointless?
0: You're pointless.
1: No, tell me why it's pointless. I it's don't. Only think you tastes like it. anything. It it adds a texture to it. That's the point.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a great route to take for your first pick is adding something that. Doesn't add taste but adds texture. Well first Way of to go. All, it
1: does taste like something. It tastes vaguely like a thing that's vaguely chocolate. Like you're two steps removed from a chocolate thing, but it adds that crunch to it.
0: This is this is you realizing that you've blown it.
1: I I absolutely haven't. Next up Nick Flino. Nick Felino
0: just won the hold on a second, Nick Felino just won the Marc Messier Leadership Award. Continue. <laughs>
1: Uh, next up for you I'm sure is like crushed peanuts shut the fuck up. you don't know anything about cause let, let's put it this way how I know you don't know anything about this Sean tell him what you said earlier about what you're not a big I'm not like. a huge
0: ice cream topping guy because I just the like the stupidest
1: ice cream. position I've ever heard in my life not a big ice cream topping person get lost caramel are caramel you, sauce are you shitting me with this no oh
0: my god Dude, what, what you, you're going to oh, pick walnuts or some, some bullshit like that. Go ahead.
1: No, I'm going to pick crushed up Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So you're one for two. i am You're 0 for two, so I'm winning right now. I can't mm-hmm. even believe how
0: bad your first two picks were. Dumb. <laughs> Third... Third, crushed up Oreos. Yeah. Now,
1: well, now you're just saying the things I was saying earlier. but No, you're saying no, slightly... that's
0: that's not that is not true. Yeah,
1: you heard the word I crushed, didn't... and you're like, oh, now I'm back in, baby. Um, uh, you're thrashing about. You had no idea caramel sauce was your second pick. I mean, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. It goes on. It goes well on everything. You you yeah, want to bitch cold about not ice having ice
1: cream? That's the problem. You're not. You're thinking about only if you get a
0: Sunday. Stupid. That... No, that's not that's not correct. I I just picked I just picked crushed Oreos. Yeah, now, now you pick chocolate, it. Chocolate sprinkles is is a dope pick. That's a pick yeah, for dope. Yeah, picked
1: by a dope. Right, sure. Yeah, you get it.
0: Don't what's your did, did you? What's your next one? M and M's. You just oh yeah, Snickers bars. Uh, that's that's what I'm gonna throw on on my on my on my, on my, on my ice cream. You know, it'd
1: be good though, a crushed up Snickers huh. bar. That sounds actually, I I've never seen that. I'm in. Just little you chunks can't of nougat that. on there. No, I'm not gonna pick it, but that's intriguing to me in a way that I had not considered it could be.
0: Whatever. My next pick is crushed up Adderall.
1: Sean, be serious. Drugs. They're Adorante cool. so bad, though.
0: <laughs> Drugs are awesome.
1: Well, we uh, ought that. That's not...
0: <clears throat> um, salted peanuts. Holy shit. What? Oh, my God. Is my it's grandfather picking texture. these? Yeah. Yeah, adding... Salty to sweet stuff is is a terrible idea. You you got me you got me nailed there, buddy. <laughs> Everyone hates it. <laughs> What's your pick?
1: I'm trying to think. Hmm. Hmm. You know what? Really good is it's the chocolate dip that makes like a shell on the can- on the ice cream. You know what I'm talking about? I don't think that counts. What do you mean it doesn't count? I
0: don't think it counts.
1: What about this is not an ice cream topping to you? Where would you say you put the chocolate dip? <laughs>
0: um, I, I I put it below my ice cream.
1: Sean, you're making a huge mistake here, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> what? Although, I will say this. When it's inside the cone, too, that's the good stuff.
0: I think my favorite thing, one of my favorite things about ice cream is whenever you get a cone and there's something good at the bottom of it. Hell yeah, that's to plug, what I'm saying. To plug up the hole in the cone. Yeah, I'm not talking. I, I don't mean. I don't mean that because, you know, Ryan, if you knew anything about thermodynamics, you would know that cones are not cold enough to activate the the shell. And it would just leak out the bottom. So throw an M M&M and M in there or a marshmallow in there. Well
1: what I was what I was gonna say.
0: And baby. Uh, baby. Now you're cooking with gas.
1: Well that's why I like those um what are they called? They're the cones with the like vanilla ice cream and chocolate and peanuts on top, you know what I'm talking about?
0: Ink cones, yes.
1: Yeah. Those have chocolate inside the cone. That's what's so good about them. Mm-hmm. Really, really adds a new a new dimension to all this. Uh, you're up for number number five. five. Yep, this is the very last one. Whipped cream. Fucking idiot! So stupid.
0: It's not stupid. What are What are you talking about?
1: Who puts whipped cream on just like an a regular ass ice cream cone? Me. You. I'll you're, I'll say this. Hey. Your mom does. No, she doesn't. She puts chocolate sprinkles on it like a normal human being. That's where I get it from. Yeah. You, how about, like, styrofoam packing material? You should put
0: that on top of your ice cream cone, too.
1: No joke, Sean. I'm looking at your list right now. You are a banana away from a fucking banana split, my friend. I, I
0: Bananas suck, so whatever.
1: Yeah. And yet, you are You said, give me a banana bad. split, hold the banana. It's insane.
0: Whatever. What's, what's your pick?
1: Gummy bears, baby! Yuck! The little tiny gummy bears! Yuck! No, incorrect. Ugh. Yeah. Are you serious? I, I won this. Yes, gummy you bears won are dumb. this. Get out of here! You know your picks were terrible.
0: No. Oh boy. Yeah, just let the, nothing's better than a frozen gummy bear. It's they're really good. They're yeah.
1: really good on ice cream, baby. I'm telling you. Eh. Eh, <laughs> he says. Questions. Guy, the guy who took both hot fudge and caramel sauce.
0: Get away they're from different. sauces. sauces.
1: Yeah. Get no, away cho- from these cho- goddamn sauces.
0: Yeah, chocolate, chocolate and caramel are completely, completely, they're the same thing. Right.
1: Yeah, I know. In that they are both four morons.
0: Just, but you crush up some more shit and throw it on your ice cream.
1: I'm going to. That's the whole point.
0: What other questions?
1: Alright, we have a bunch of them. Uh, do we have anything for dinosaur corner? Dude. Do we? I feel like there was dinosaur news recently. Oh, there was actually. Hold on a second. Let me pull up some dinosaur corner stuff. My dad my dad texted me these dinosaur <laughs> corner items. Jesus Christ. Uh, baby bird from time of dinosaurs found fossilized in amber. And then it's a picture, just like from Jurassic Park, only instead of a mosquito, it's a little baby bird. Nice. Yep, it's pretty cool. Birds, by the way, dinosaurs. And he sent that to me and I said, Dad, thanks. And that was it. And then
0: they can probably they can probably extract dinosaur DNA from it.
1: Well, I mean they can't do no, no Hold on, hold on.
0: No, because birds Birds eat dinosaurs.
1: <laughs> I so mean, they... th- that's technically some birds now, eat dinosaurs. Now, what you're talking they're...
0: about, like, I know, I know, you, you're saying that the half life of DNA is not long enough not to talcans. survive. But as we all know, birds have certain enzymes in their digestive tract which well, they, don't. they slows, don't. slows the half life of it, extends it.
1: Birds don't actually really have very good digestive digestive tracts at all, which is why a lot of them have to like eat little rocks and and birds put them... have
0: great digestive tracts and they, <laughs> they don't they and, and they are known carnivores.
1: Well, I mean, certain birds certainly definitely are. No, all, known all
0: carnivores. birds. Well, that's not
1: true. I mean, a lot of birds just eat like seeds and things like that, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, birds have what are called gastroliths, and they're little stones that they have to eat, and then when they eat food, it, like, grinds them up for it, for them, because they can't do it themselves. They don't have stomach acid. Did you know that, Sean? So says you. Well, okay. Next question. Uh, well, we're not done, because, the, my like, a few hours later, uh, my dad sent me, uh... Uh, uh, an article that was titled, Tyrannosaurus Rex had scaly skin and wasn't covered in feathers, a new study says. And I texted my dad back and said, Dad, this study is horse shit.
0: <laughs>
1: and he said, you, and he said, th- you, what?
0: No, I was just saying you you mooned your dad and took a picture of it and sent it to him. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that, was, that was your response.
1: I, I Whatever. Took a, I took a big shit and took a picture of it. <laughs>
0: Here's a here's a great great question. What happened to Mooning?
1: It really does need to make a big comeback. Bring bring mooning back. I totally agree. That was like a very funny thing that you would see in like TV and movies when you when we were kids. Now I feel like the the mooning culture not there anymore.
0: A butt in the in the right context is the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: Like, uh, and like, it, it, it,
0: in other contexts, it's the greatest thing in the world. <laughs>
1: that, yeah, we, we can all agree with that. But like when there would be like mooning jokes on the Simpsons, extremely mm-hmm. great, extremely great.
0: But yeah. Skinner has a Skinner what, what the, the balloon. What did it say the balloon? Big butt Skinner. I was going to say Skinner had has a big butt, but that's not right. Nope. <clears throat> Next question.
1: Uh, let's see. Well, now I have to look at actual questions instead of just dinosaur corner. Um did you have any thoughts on the T-Rex scales? No. Okay, great. Um Don't
0: Care.
1: Ryan at Ryan Arod asks, uh did either of you have a cigarette phase and if so, what was your brand of choice?
0: <laughs> I sure did. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> uh, Marlboro Lights. Yeah. But here here's here's a funny story about that. I went to college in the years 2004 to 2008. As when cigarette smoking was still uh, in bars across this great country, and there would be like reps from cigarette companies who would just walk around and uh, and give out free cigarettes to like you know twenty year olds who, who were at bars, and I took every single one. I took like you know Camel Number no. Nine cigarettes, which were like in a pink pack and clearly meant for girls. You know Marlboro Smooths, like any, anything that any any pack of cigarettes that anybody ever gave me for free. I took, and they would scan my driver's license, and I did not know what was going on. I had no idea that this was happening, but I just ended up on like a dozen different cigarette company mailing lists, and they were sending shit to my mom's house. So she, Ah. so like, so I, I got, I got back home, and she was like, and she was like, "What are you?" you," She was apoplectic. She was like, "You're smoking now?" And I just made up some Joe
1: Camel over here. Yeah, I
0: made made up some terrible lie, but yeah, I, I (laughs) love. Yeah, I you got identity time. thefted. I, <laughs> I think that might have been what I said. Yeah, classic shit. Um, I, at one point, it, at one point, my grandma was trying to intercept the cigarette mailing list stuff, and so my mom wouldn't get it. But she, she finally just the uh, the dam broke.
1: Yeah, she could only catch so many before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what uh, What got you started on cigarettes?
0: Uh, probably that cigarettes, uh, smoking cigarettes is fun <laughs> and cool. No, but
1: was like, was there a like a, the bad kid in your neighborhood who, who nope. he, smo- what?
0: Nope. It was just that I drank and cigarettes were around and I started smoking when I drank and then. When, when did you start
1: to- smoking, I guess is the real question.
0: Consistently, like uh, back into college probably.
1: Okay. Because, I like, I had a couple of friends who were, like, smoking at 12 years old.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I avoided that for the most part.
1: Yeah, well, so, like, I just remember my, this kid, Kevin, gave me a, uh, gave me a cigarette when we were, like, in 5th or 6th grade, something like that. And I, I smoked a cigarette, and I was like, this Not is horrible. Me. Why no. would you do this? And he was just like... Well, you you like you get addicted to them and I was like, yeah, but like I had one and hated it. So it seems like why would you even continue after the first one? And he's like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay. There's there's two kinds of people in the world. There's smart ones like you that are like, "Oh, I shouldn't do this. This is bad. I don't like the way this feels." And then there are people like me who are like, "This is awesome. It rules. I'm going to make a conscious decision to get addicted to cigarettes." And that was me. <laughs>
1: um did you did you have like the bad influence kid as a friend growing up though? Like the kid who was just like, oh, know?
0: absolutely, okay, absolutely. We is just not it, cigarettes didn't enter the purview there. That's okay,
1: all. yeah, uh, ours mo- like there there were two kids like, not in our neighborhood but like one neighborhood over kind of a situation, and uh, they both mostly dealt in pornography at an early age.
0: <laughs> And that's how you became addicted to pornography. That's correct. Next yeah, question. You
1: got it. Um uh yeah, so let's see. My phone is locked right now. Um Mitch, who is muted on Twitter for annoying me, asks, "What ar- <laughs> I love Mitch. Not me. Uh what artificial <laughs> fruit flavor tastes the least like the fruit it's imitating? The correct answer is watermelon. Banana banana is uh, a good call too um, but I banana, uh, banana
0: tastes gross like watermelon tastes like something wholly different than watermelon I, I guess I agree with you there
1: yeah uh, both banana flavors are bad both artificial and real
0: um, but yeah I,
1: watermelon is, is I enjoy both of them I, I, can, I don't I can handle handle further I, apart
0: I can handle eating bananas but like they're the next banana thing banana flavor thing that I taste that I like will be the first
1: yeah a horrendous fruit that is disgusting it should be in jail next question uh, I feel like we might have answered this before on a different show but I don't remember uh, Derek Heath at Heath Derek asks uh, what is the worst movie you ever saw in a theater and have you ever walked out
0: of a th- of a yes, movie. we have it. we have answered this. Okay. Only only movie I've ever walked out of was The Four Feathers. It was a period piece about
1: Heath Ledger. Uh, is that
0: right? Colon- Colonial Africa starring Heath Ledger, yeah. Kate Hudson, and the plastic bag kit from American Beauty. And I walked out of it, and that's the only Kevin one. Kevin Spacey. Fell asleep during Transformers. That's one of my impossible. greatest accomplishments. The, the yep, original
1: Transformers, OG. Correct. Yep. Okay. Um it might are, have been Transformers too. Are you gonna see The Last Night? I know
0: absolutely not. You're so excited for it. Absolutely not.
1: Yeah, of course not. Why would you? Um Yeah, I I've, I've never walked out of a movie. It, it wouldn't even cross my mind to do it.
0: It was like it was a movie that I walked, like I was 16 and we were bored and didn't really want to see it in the first place and then walked in and it was just piss poor, awful and figured like we came up with something else to do basically. Yeah, of course.
1: Um I'll say this, one of the worst movies I have ever seen in a the theater. I saw like two weeks ago, the mummy was unwatchable.
0: Yeah. I, I'm not going to see that either.
1: Yeah. I just had like three hours to kill
0: on a Saturday yeah, morning. I, and I don't, I, I don't like, the, it's like, like I, I,
1: I had no, no desire to see it, but I was just like, well, I've seen pretty much everything else in the theater the, and I don't have to be anywhere yeah, for like, like four hours. So
0: thankfully, thankfully any amount of zeitgeist surrounding the mummy has passed. And I, don't feel any sort of obligation to see it.
1: It was so bad. Yeah, oh I, believe my
0: God. It. I believe it. And you could tell you could tell when they started putting out trailers where they gave away the entire movie.
1: Yeah, well that and they put out or trailers Or most of it. They put out trailers um, like nine months before the movie came out, which is never a good sign.
0: Well the first trailer was actually okay. I thought I thought the first I don't trailer remember was the best. It now. I thought the first it was just like Tom Cruise sitting in silence on a plane for, for a big oh, chunk of...
1: Yeah, oh, that was the one where they fucked up and they released it without any music cues in it, and so it was just a lot of silence.
0: Yeah. Amazing. That, was, that, pro- that probably worked better than, than it would have with the music.
1: Yeah, because then it was just all, like, the big, like, bonk, stings, like, yep. every time a scary yep. thing happened. Yeah, so stupid. Um, Glenn at Glenn Beats Robots, uh, he asks this is, our, this is the last question by the way I oh need, is it
0: It's. we've been going for like an hour and 15 minutes I need to leave alright alright um, well okay this will be the second to last one because it's
1: a quick one uh, kind of pertinent to the draft what's the best topping for a hot dog mustard yeah that's correct uh, I, an ideal hot dog is mustard relish and onions but yes
0: Mm, not sure I agree with that, but it's mustard. Okay. Yellow yellow mustard.
1: Yeah. Can't beat it. Can't beat it on a nice dog. Um, okay, Jesse Specter, who I don't know who that is, asks. Not, not familiar. This is the last question. If you can eat at any food chain for free for the rest of your life, but you have to eat every meal there, what are you picking? Oh
0: my God. Cheesecake factory.
1: Okay. I'm trying to think. I've never been to a cheesecake factory.
0: There's a bunch of them and their menu is preposterously gigantic. So you it would take a while to get sick of stuff. Sure. Yeah, that's not. And bad. and and you would also have options that wouldn't kill you. Hmm. Whereas like if if you go for a fast food place, like you're going to die young absolutely from that.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what's a good this is cheating a little bit, but uh, there's this there's this chain around here called uh, Fire and Ice, and it's like a buffet kind of style. That's...
0: Come on. What? All right. I... Whatever. Pick. You got to pick a national chain for that man. All
1: right. All right. Um... Hmm.
0: But back to Cheesecake Factory, why you yes. why you think is that like there's a reason that like it's always – like NBA players love Cheesecake Factory, and it's because they know, A, exactly what they're getting. There's one in every city. The food is fine, and you can get pretty much whatever you want on, on a given day for okay. a given meal. Okay.
1: Um, man, this is tough because – you you picked what sounds like a very good one, and I wish I had been to a cheesecake factory now so I could confirm one way or the other. Uh, but I guess in terms of you got to pick a huge menu and that kind of thing, and they have to have more
0: meals. Than I mean, you like, don't you don't you don't have to. That's that was just well, no, reaction. like
1: oh. I think that like you know, if I just said like McDonald's or something, that would not be a, a good choice. Uh, I think I might go with freaking Denny's. Like none of it's yeah. good, but it's all fine and you can eat yeah, like, 3 meals a day there. I don't know. Right.
0: No, that's I think that's reasonable. Yeah. It's tough though. So any 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 questions we have, we'll we'll get to eventually. Maybe we'll throw something together later this week or whatever, but Maybe. Yeah. I I'm
1: not going to promise that.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. You're 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 busy, but we'll we'll get to them.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we could we could maybe squeeze one in one day this week. I don't know for sure, but I'm just not going to hold myself to that. Is what I'm saying. Fair. Don't get your hopes up, folks. And if you get an extra episode this week, well, that's our gift to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What I'd say is, you're welcome. Our pleasure. No problem.
0: You guys deserve it cause, mm. because, because. If you put up with this shit generally, then God bless you. And if uh, you, Some if you people like, deserve
1: it. Other listeners do not deserve it.
0: <laughs> like Jesse Specter, whoever he may be. Yeah.
1: Guy seems like a real prick.
0: So enjoy the expansion draft. It seems like it might be kind of fun. Ooh, and the it, NHL uh,
1: awards are tomorrow night. My least uh, favorite day of the year.
0: So glad I don't have to worry about, this, about that this year.
1: I got to write about it, baby. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm doing tomorrow night. <laughs> that's... Remember, I said Yikes. I'm busy tomorrow night. It's because yeah. I'm going to be watching and taking diligent notes on the NHL awards, a an event that I hate. Uh, although musical guest this year is Arkells. Arkells is good.
0: Yeah, they are. They are good. Uh, good. Good Canadian boys. I went and saw them in New York uh, during the playoffs one year. Nice I, guys.
1: I saw Pup. They're from Canada. Their record still really good. I listened to "The Dream Is Over" today. Still the best album to come out in the last 18 months so
0: canada canada good bands (laughs) bad people
1: (laughs) it's either really great bands or incredibly bad bands with almost
0: no middle ground yep all right bye thank you